Hi, this is Dion Baig from Butler Mortgage. We're currently ranked the number one mortgage brokerage in Ontario and number two in Canada. And much of our success is due to the fact that we help clients acquire multiple investment properties. If you'd like to talk with a mortgage advisor who specializes in investment property, you can reach me at 888-684-8326. To learn more about what's going on in the world of investment property financing, check out episode 23 of the Breakthrough Podcast, where I discuss the topic with Robin Sandy. Are you someone who has no idea that they can be heard? Has brilliant ideas and wants to get them out there? Has a podcast but can't keep up with the work or just wants to focus on things that matter? Then Podcast Engineers is your gateway to get your voice heard. They don't just edit your podcast. They enhance your listeners' experience. You simply do what you do best. That is to record and they do the rest. You can find them at podcastengineers.com. Rob and I have been using Podcast Engineers to help make our show sound great. Send them an email to get an episode edited free and a discounted plan. Are you stressed about insurance? Get a custom insurance policy at a good price that lets you rest easy knowing your business is covered in case of a loss. With over six years of experience specializing in insuring small to medium-sized businesses in Ontario, your focus should be growing your business and ours is to protect it. Contact on at theinsurers.ca. Real Estate Investing Podcast, Episode 59. Hello and welcome to the Breakthrough Real Estate Investing Podcast. We put this show together to inspire you and help you break through to the life that you want to live through the power of real estate investing. My name is Rob Brake and here with me is Mr. Awesome, Sandy McKay. You had a struggle for a, a new uh, name, eh, there? That one's, that's, <laughs> no, that's, that's, that one. that's called the, you know, suspenseful pause. Okay. Yeah, what's up? I'm happy to be here again, as always. I'm excited for another great show. I know we got a well, you can do the intro, a quick intro there. We got a great guest in the waiting here, and uh, excited for this one. Yeah, me too. It's going to be really cool. We're talking. We're going um, a little bit off topic of uh, real estate investing, like you know, as a as a hardcore topic, and we're going to talk a little bit more about business startup, I guess, and management. And uh, Natasha is here with us, so. Thanks for being here, Natasha. We're just going to do our little intro, but how are you tonight? I'm doing very well. Thank you. I'm uh, really excited to be here with you guys tonight. Well, thank you. We're excited to have you. But first, as everyone knows, everyone should jump over to our website, BreakthroughREIPodcast.ca. There you can download our free gift. It's actually a pop-up now. So as soon as you go to the website, boom, it pops up and you can uh, get our free gift, the seven freedom activators that you can trigger in your property starting right now. It is a free report that Sandy wrote for all of you to make the best of your real estate investing endeavor where you can spend less time managing your properties and have a little more time to do the things that you want to do. Right, Sandy? Yeah, that's basically what it's all about. And uh, yeah, just helping make the journey in real estate a little more smoother and easier and more exciting. Yeah, 
And so uh, I would always love to see everyone go over and grab that copy. That also gets them on our, our email list too for, for events that we run and things like that. Uh, we both kind of have a, a few of those going. Rob, I know you do your investor tours and everything too. So that'll get them get them on our list and be notified about future events and uh, and fun activities like that. So definitely you want to join that list, right? Yeah, the investor tours have been a little lacking, but I am going to start them back up very soon here. And I mean, depending on when you're listening to this, of course, you will be able to come on out to a tour and they're always fun. And we uh, get to see some properties out in this over in the east end of Toronto that'll work for adding second suites, which is one of the best ways that I've found that we can add value and get some money back, pull it out and start, you know, increasing the size of your portfolio. Yeah. And then as always, too, we want to encourage everyone to go give us a review and five star rating over on iTunes. It is uh, something that really helps us get the show out there to more people. Get it into up there in the rankings on iTunes and just, you know, allows us to get more great guests like Natasha on the show. And we'd, of course, love it if you could go do that. And if you're listening right now on iTunes, it's it's a quick little click away. So go do that. Give us five stars. We'd really love to see that. Yeah, and I do. And I want to say thanks to everybody that has done that, too. I've got two more reviews that have come in since last time we've done the show, and they're both five stars. So the first one is from Fernandez25. He says, play ball. And it's uh, five stars. He says, after listening to various episodes of your podcast, I can confidently say that you guys have inspired me to pursue real estate investing to achieve my financial goals and ultimately fund the life that I want to live. I just purchased my first duplex and your analogy of hitting a few singles or doubles instead of always seeking that home run deal was my motivation to finally pull the trigger on my first deal. Thank you. You will be hearing more from me soon. And that's from Nick Fernandez. And the next one is says fantastic content and it is by Sean from Alberta. He says, hey, guys, I am a University of Alberta student, and I've been looking into real estate investing as a long-term investment strategy to help secure my financial stability. I can honestly say that until I came upon your podcast, I had been finding tidbits of information here and there. Now I have access to high-quality content on a variety of topics. Personally, I found the episode on structuring of corporations to reduce liability fascinating and applicable. Thanks for doing what you do. So, uh, again, like these are great and I really do appreciate everybody who takes the time because I know it only takes a couple of seconds to write it, you know, to write something down like that. But honestly, to think about it and to actually, you know, take the time out of your day to say, I'm going to go over and help these guys out really does mean something to us. And we have 105 ratings, 98 of them are five stars. So, I mean, it's, that's amazing. I just, it blows me away every time I look at it and there's always new ones there. And so, you know, it's, it's nice to come over here and see that. And again, it, like Sandy said, it helps out a lot. So we really appreciate it. Mm, what do you think of those reviews, Sandy? Yeah, pretty cool. People taking action. So what have you been up to? Um, what have we been up to? There's not a whole lot to report, I guess. We are always taking action, I guess I'll say we bought another property and uh, closed in a couple of weeks. So it's, that'll be exciting. It's a, a duplex in Hamilton. And it's funny. We have another one. This is the only ones we seem to buy lately because we usually try and get our, get our clients in on the good deals. But one of our clients ended up deciding it wasn't the right fit for them and didn't go through it after the conditional period. And we ended up just taking it on ourselves. So it's a good property, we think. It'll be a cool one. It's a duplex, not a huge 
it's a renovation project, not a huge one, but it'll take some work to get up and running. And uh, yeah, we're excited about it. And we're just finishing up. We, uh, we're getting close to being done. We bought those, maybe if you're listening to this, gotta be a bunch of episodes back now, 10, 15 ago, where we had bought uh, a two semi four unit property side by side. So we're just getting close to finish renovating just, just one side of those been a long story with the with city and things like that as far as getting these up and running but they're gonna they're gonna be probably really looking back probably our best best properties we own actually just in terms of the value we got them at and everything now that the market's really helped us this year with the appreciation which is always cool and a little bonus on top so yeah that's that's about all that was four units each side wasn't it too for each side yeah yeah for each side so that's a that's a pretty cool building yeah yeah, it's exciting. So it'll be awesome to be finished. Maybe we'll get some photos of it and throw them around on our, um, I don't know, personal page, Facebook page somewhere, maybe. If people are friends with me or, or our, our real estate group on Facebook, they can check those out probably at some point. And, you know, we uh, should have a spot like that for things on the website for their, yeah, on the podcast website, because we have made some changes to it, like we've been talking about for quite some time but we're still far from really having the amount of content that i would like on there anyways so we should have stuff like that and i've got two rentals on the go myself right now and i've made a bunch of videos a couple of them are up on youtube they probably come up if you search my name but i think actually i've had like one view on one of them and zero views on the other kind of thing i haven't really i just put them up the other day the two of them together i haven't really done anything to promote them i haven't you know linked them and put it out or anything like that but uh just thought i'd mention it here but things like that we should eventually have up on our website and that'd be a great place for us to showcase what we've been doing as well i think sandy and let me tell you right now i actually had to fight back the urge to start drinking before the show today just because you know and i'm sure it's the same thing for everyone that's going through a rental but i mean man sometimes Sometimes things just don't go the way that I think they should. And that's sort of something I wanted to point out today real quick is just that uh, I don't think things ever go exactly the way you plan them to. And even if you account for a little bit of a contingency with things, there's always something that pops up that will sort of rattle you. And those are the kind of days where you feel like I do. Especially when, like I said, we've got the two projects on the go and, of course, there's things going on at both of them that are sort of throwing me off. Like um, I won't get into it, but basically we had floor down and I had to rip out the entire floor of the apartment and just throw it out. So, you know, things like that happen. And so but but my point is that you do get through it. And um, when you look back on it. They're always, I guess, sort of fond memories of battles that you've overcome and, and obstacles that you've overcome. And these things are going to go get into place pretty much any time you take on anything, whether it's property management, like Natasha's going to talk about today, or real estate investing. I heard somebody that has a podcast that I used to listen to. He's gone now. I don't even think he does podcasts anymore. But he always said, as soon as you decide what you want to do as a real estate investor, I've probably said this on the show before too, automatically all of the obstacles are set into place. So if you decide you're going to be a real estate investor, well, immediately all of the obstacles that come along with doing renovation projects and that kind of thing, those are instantly put into place. And to think that you can obviously learn from other people, but to think that you're not going to be affected by some of those things, 
is is just not realistic. So you have to be resilient. You have to be able to fight through it. You have to be able to push through obstacles when they get in your way. But again, on the other side, when you look back on it, it's always worth it. And I think those little things that seem like tragedies at the time, they won't be long away until they're really pretty they're, they're comedies <laughs> eventually. Yeah, it's pretty minute, oh. really, in the grand scheme of things, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just thought I'd mention that because I've sort of been feeling sorry for myself a little bit with what's going on here. And, and I do know, like, when you really put it into perspective that that um, these things are not big deals. But, you know, when you're going through them, you can't help but be stressed. So mm-hmm. these are things that are just going to happen. And if you expect them, I guess you can stress a little less. Okay, so anyways, we're going to move on from that and get into our interview with uh, Natasha here because she's been waiting so patiently back there. And um, we're again, like I said, we're sort of going to talk about Natasha's business, of course, but we're more going to focus on uh, how she started it up and how she balances her life with her, her business that she's running. So there's there's a lot of different kind of businesses that people can run or people start it that sort of coincide with real estate investing there's media and marketing construction repairs mortgage insurance appliance sales and all that kind of stuff and of course property management so natasha is going to talk a little bit about her business with us tonight so after that long-winded stuff there natasha thanks for being with us my pleasure yeah so natasha uh do a brief bio and then maybe you can kind of extend it a little bit natasha but natasha Coltrero is a real estate investor and owner of Investor's Choice Property Management. She has over 10 years of real estate investing experience and managing residential properties. Natasha, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your investing journey and, and what you've been up to so far? For sure. So I, uh, I started investing back in 2006 with my husband, and it was kind of dry and boring, right? It wasn't really exciting. I didn't, wasn't really passionate about it. But uh, we kind of stumbled into it because what happened was he received this barbecue, this big metal barbecue that his sister gifted to him for his birthday one year. And what happened was we lived in an apartment at the time. We rented an apartment in Scarborough and we decided we were going to use this enormous barbecue. So we took it out to our balcony and we were on the 11th floor. And we just, you know, grabbed a couple of burgers and we started barbecuing. And if you can imagine what happened was the whole building's fire alarms started going off and they, and the alarms were going off. There were, uh, the superintendent was on the speaker telling everybody to evacuate. So we evacuated the building and uh, <laughs> we kind of realized what happened there. And we thought, okay, that wasn't, that didn't work out very well, but what we wanted to do is we wanted to use this this big, nice barbecue. So we looked at properties. We thought we should buy our own place so that we could use this thing. <laughs> and we ended up buying a duplex in Oshawa. It wasn't legal at the time. It was an in-law suite, but we ended up legalizing it ourselves. So we lived in the upstairs and we rented out the basement. And that was our first taste of real estate investing. Did everyone know it was you that set off the alarms? No, we didn't tell them. So please don't tell them. (laughs) Okay, I won't tell them. 
Okay, so that's great. Thank you. So why did you decide to start this business, your uh, property management business? So once we bought that first place, the next one kind of came quickly. And then we bought a couple more. Over the last 11 years, we've done rent to owns. We've converted houses into duplexes. And we have a couple of single family homes as well. And all the while, my husband, Paul, he's really been focused on the investing side, and I've been doing a lot of the management on my side. Now, over the years, our friends really started to see what we were doing, and they were noticing our success. And they were like, well, hey, if Natasha can do it, I can do it. So first it was my mom. You know, she ended up buying a few properties in Peterborough. And then my best friend, she started off as well. Paul's mom ended up buying a fourplex. So everybody started this whole thing. We, we kind of set off a trend in our little circle. And we kind of were in the middle of that circle as the experts for, for our friends and our family. So we kind of led them in the right direction. We, you know, coached them a little bit. We advised them what they should be looking for and uh, helped them with their first investments. And then when the problems started coming with the tenants and with the legal matters regarding property management, they came running back to me and they said, you know, I don't know how to do this. Can you just do this for me? So that kind of really, uh, that kind of really was the beginning and, and the birth of my business because, because as I was doing my own invest, as I was managing my own investment properties, I was really gaining the knowledge and the experience that I was able to use to help my friends and family as well. So a little bit at a time, they started asking me to take over their, the management of their properties. And that's basically how Investor's Choice was born. Yeah. So it's like, so you were probably like, hey, um, if people are going to be getting me to do this anyways, I may as well be getting paid for it. Exactly. Exactly. If there's value there, then you might as well be able to, I'd rather, you know, open it up to more people instead of just doing it for my friends. It's pretty hard to ask family to pay for it though, isn't it? It is, but my mom usually pays me. So I'm really, so I'm really thankful. I try not to take her money, (laughs) but she insists. And I usually just, you know, do stuff around the house with it and, you know, invite her over for dinner or something. So. Oh, nice. (laughs) That's good. Uh, so let's start talking more deeply about the business itself. So, uh, I mean, I guess I understand the reason why you started it, but how did you come up with the vision for the business? So in other words, you're like, oh, I'm going to do property management, but then you have to take it on a bigger scale and say, how, like, what are the steps, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what I did was I, I kind of looked at what I had and what I could work with. So I'm an investor too. And so I thought that I would target investors as my, as my audience and really gear my products and my services towards investors. Now, when I say investors, so you're, so you might think like, well, who else invests in real estate? Right. But a lot of people who have rental properties consider themselves landlords and not investors. Maybe they have just one or two properties and they kind of want to stop there. But what I'm focused on is the investors because the investors are more educated and they have this higher expectation of what a property manager should do and and what they want out of a property manager. Now, the work that I do and the service that I do is up to par with real estate investors. And and I, I go above and beyond and I'll talk about a little bit about my services later, but I, I have got premium services that will manage properties the way that I manage my own. 
so that was more the first thing you decided, okay, I'm going to offer more of a, a premium service and and give everyone everything that I could possibly want out of it. So that was sort of the business vision. That's one of my products. But as an investor, I also understand the importance of cash flow. So the I do have a basic service that is more popular, and it's basically just everything that covers the owners legally. And that's, and that's really what most people go for. Now that premium service is there as well. And, um, and what I do when the premium service that I don't do in the basic service is I analyze the property very deeply and I look for ways to maximize cash flow and limit liability and plan long-term maintenance. So those are, that's the real value added in the premium package that the basic service doesn't include. Do you want to give us a little bit of insight into how you might do those things? Like what, what sort of things you look at? Absolutely. So for the cash flow, I firstly look to see if the property is being used for its highest good and the most the, the best use of that property. I'll take a look to see if there's, first of all, if rents are at the right level, if they should be. And with the premium service, I automatically do rent increases every year. I will take a look at expenses and I will manage those as well. So I will do a, uh, an in-depth analysis of where the money is going and where what the expenses are and whether they're actually necessary or not. And I also look at the lease very closely and exactly understand what it is that that lease has included in the rent as opposed to just little things that the tenant might ask for that might not actually be required, such as, you know, can we upgrade these doorknobs? <laughs> so the doorknobs are perfectly fine. They're functional and they're safe and they're clean and because, and there's nothing else that we need to do with them. So no, we're not going to switch out those doorknobs or really in the end, the owner can decide whether they want to move ahead or not, but I will inform them at that time that, that's that's what um, their options are. All right. Thanks for answering that question. I guess, Sandy, you got the next one. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask about the challenges. Obviously, building any business comes with some challenges. What were some of the main ones that you've encountered and how did you kind of cope with them? Well, it was it was uh, interesting listening to Rob speak earlier about his renovations because he was just he was explaining. He was just talking about my life. <laughs> So it, it can be very chaotic sometimes, but um, some of the so some of the biggest challenges obviously are getting my name out there, like doing the proper marketing, making sure that my audience knows who I am, where I am, how they can get a hold of me, you know, what I offer, um, building that client base. But the biggest thing really is the family sacrifices for me. So my husband and I, we have a daughter who's eight and a half years old. And I'm trying really hard to maintain my, my work and life balance, but it doesn't always work out that way. And there's a lot of emotions that come up with that as well. There's guilt, you know, there's a lot of fear because I'm afraid, you know, what if this doesn't work or what if I'm wasting my time? What if I'm wasting my efforts and my money? You know, I think, will my, will my clients like me? Will these people want my, want my business? That sort of thing. But then there's also, there's also the euphoria that comes, the excitement when I get a new client and the, the joy that comes with, you know, seeing something that I've worked so hard to put together actually manifest and come alive. 
So you just mentioned like that that one of the biggest challenges that you overcame was I guess the fear of are you wasting your time? Are you wasting your money? Is this going to be worth it? So now if we want to like break that right down, when it comes to stuff like that, how do you like what are the things that you do to to actually overcome that fear? Because I know that that is a common thing for a lot of people when they're even if it even if they're not talking about a business startup, but buying a property is a big thing, like a big deal. So most of the time, what holds people back is fear. So how did you overcome it in the case of starting up this business? Well, I feel it all the time, and I feel it a little bit of it every day. And I'm and there's always that fear because there's but the fear I I try to use it in a positive way because when I have that, those big emotions within me, I use that fear to fuel my work and I use that energy to focus even more because that is the, that is exactly what I need to do to get the results that I'm looking for. Now I'm really lucky because I have such a supportive family. I have a great circle of friends that are, that are very supportive of me. So I appreciate that. But it's difficult because I also have to take care of myself so that I don't burn out. And I've actually started this exercise program. I'm, I'm in week 10 right now, so I'm feeling great. And the thing is that if when I exercise and when I take care of myself, when I eat right, uh, when, I, when I take time to rest when I need to, then I have more energy and I have more focus. That helps me. Uh, that helps me with my business, which is what my business needs. There have been some days when I when I've really wanted to skip my workout, or there have been days that I have actually, you know, gorged on junk food, and I feel horrible, and I don't have that energy. I don't have that focus or that drive. So I find that really taking care of myself is a big part of making this business happen which is ironic <laughs> because it comes back to that work-life balance again. And yeah, and I guess maybe you already mentioned that, but how do you balance um, everything? How do you have that life balance when starting a business? Well, it's, it's kind of tricky because at first I, I thought I could schedule everything in. You know, I take, I put in my, I make sure I exercise every day. You know, I make sure that I have time to cook healthy meals, meditate every single morning and take time to rest, take time to be with my family, take time to do my continuous learning, my reading, my podcasts, my YouTube channels. But I can't commit to that schedule every single day because in the during the startup process, my schedules are so chaotic and that kind of really goes out the window. But I know that there's this promise of success that keeps me going even through the chaos. So I have a schedule. I try to stick to it because I know if I stick to it, I'll, I'll have the energy that I need and the focus that I need, but I can't always stick to it. And it's kind of like a limbo where I'm not really, I don't really have one foot on one, where I've got one foot on one side and one foot on the other. And I'm just kind of trying to balance in between. It's, it's, it's really, it's really interesting. I like, here's one thing that I've noticed is that I can sit, and I can work nonstop. The, the work doesn't ever end, you know? So if you don't take the time to balance out the rest of it and purposely sit down and actually decide, like you're saying, to schedule in rest, to schedule in family time, to schedule in 
time to exercise, all of those things, half like for me, I've got to schedule them in or else they don't happen because you know, no matter no matter how much work I think I get done, there is always more. And I'm 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 always falling behind as far as I'm concerned. So I'm sure it's the same thing for you, but it's so important to actually get your head right or else there's been times where when you do burn out and you're trying to get something done that should take you five minutes, you end up staring at a computer screen for 20 minutes and then you, re- and then you sort of shake yourself back to reality and go, what was I doing again? Um, so the importance of what you just talked about, I, I find that very uh, prudent, I guess, in this situation. And then let's talk about mindset a little bit. So I, I think mindset's a big part of it too. So how does that translate into your business? Mindset is really important uh, to any big project or any little project or anything that we do in life. I mean, I don't need you to quote this, but I know everybody everybody knows this quote, and it's whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. It's really about staying positive and committed. And uh, and again, I'm gonna I'm gonna reference what you said earlier in the podcast, Rob, about when you decide you want to be a real estate investor, that's when all of the challenges come up. And that's because you've committed to it. You've committed. And once you're committed, you and you've really committed, then there's no turning back. So um, I do a lot of things that really help me keep that positive mindset because it's very easy to slip and give up and get down on yourself but it's so but because of that big commitment um, I, I have to I just have to charge through it and I just have to get her done right <laughs> my my circle and I uh, we are we are um, aware of the law of attraction and some other manifestation techniques so uh, although daily meditation is good for clearing my head and you know the mindfulness is is good for keeping me sharp and focused it's it's just so critical for my life, let alone my business. So it's it's a huge part of that. I also have a whiteboard where I have all of my goals written up. And to be honest, my whiteboard is in my home office. So I also have uh, my goals written on a piece of paper that I've taped to my bathroom mirror. Because every morning as I'm brushing my teeth, I'm looking at that and I'm reminding myself and I'm ingraining in my subconscious the goals that I'd like to accomplish the, and just putting that energy out there. I do lots of other things. I do uh, visualizations. So just like even like, it's kind of like pretending or, uh, or just imagining, but apparently it's supposed to have these really great um, magical powers where it, where it, um, where it really manifests the, the things that you're thinking about. And lastly, I would, I'll talk about affirmations because affirmations are really something, basically like a sentence that say, I'm going to grow this business to you know, X amount of dollars by this date. And you just repeat that to yourself you know, every day. And it's just, it's kind of convincing yourself subconsciously so that uh, physically and mentally you are able to, to believe you can do it and actually are, actually do it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if you say those things to yourself, it's not like they just uh, magically appear. But those those are the things that get into your head where you want to be. And once you know where you want to be, you will start 
you're even subconsciously sort of taking those actions that are going to get you to that place. And like, I mean, I hope nobody takes this the wrong way because I don't mean it in uh, in a sort of tongue in cheek way. But I, I think my wife has that ability to sort of manifest things because I find that sort of whatever she sort of comes out to me and says, you know what? I think that we should do this or I really want this. And it's not always like physical thing. It's sometimes it's a vacation or a change in the li- in in life. And it seems that she's when you when you set your mind to something as strongly as she does, I believe that she's she's able to bring that stuff around pretty easily. And so um I've noticed that and I'm trying to take a cue from her. It's it's all about setting your mind on something and really just following it through until it becomes reality. So uh, thank you for all of those tips here. Now, I want to ask you, I guess we also need inspiration for um, like carrying on and doing all this stuff as well. So what are the things that inspire you in your life and where do you get motivation to continue doing this business? Well, about... Almost 10 years ago now, I got this audiobook from Tony Robbins, and it was called The Giant Within, or something like that. And that really, really moved me. So I've listened to that audiobook a few times over the years, and I had the pleasure of uh, seeing Tony Robbins two years ago when he came to Toronto. And there was this one thing that he said that really resonated with me. Well, there were a lot of things, but <laughs> but when it comes to um, business and when it comes to starting up and succeeding, he had a recipe. He had a science for success. And that recipe was get obsessed, take massive action, and lastly, what he called grace or luck. So with, with uh, the combination of these three things, he guarantees success because he said this is a science. It's not an art. So the first part, um, getting obsessed, that's just your crazy focus. It's just your, you know, it's your, when you're, when you're talking, you're, bre- you're breathing, you're dreaming, you're, you know, you're living, you're thinking your business. It's just all over you and in you and around you because there's nothing else. That's, that's the obsession. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, next, next is the take massive action. So what can you do? Do everything you can do and then do more just to try and get your business up. You've got to do the right things. You've got to inform yourself and you've got to execute it effectively. And that's another key part of that. Taking the massive action is the effective execution. And lastly, the grace or the luck. And I kind of think that my, the, uh, the mindset piece has a lot to do with that. So so I'll, leave, I'll just leave that there because I talked about that for quite a bit. <laughs> kind of a little passion of mine. Mm-hmm. Well, I love but, it. And, you know, somebody else said, if I, if I can try to remember how to get this uh, saying right, it was basically luck is when preparedness meets um, opportunity. So I think that that last part is sort of all, all of that combined. And that's really cool. Yeah. Where else do you get some motivation from? I've uh, I've been friends with my friend Karen. She's actually my BFF, and uh, we've been friends since the second grade. 
Now, um, Karen is really inspiring for me because she was laid off from her job and she managed to buy a Baskin Robbins franchise. And I don't know how she did it, but she worked for, she worked like 18 hour days for a year and a half. And we never saw her. And what all she was doing was she was obsessed. She was taking that massive action and she had that luck or that grace and she made it fly. And that was so impressive to me and so inspiring. I, it was a real reality check too, because I saw all the hours and all the effort and all the energy that went in that, like we didn't get to see her at all for about a year and a half because she was at that store, you know, 14 hours a day, but she is really my hero and she's my inspiration. And uh, she's also investing in real estate and, uh, and now but she has this freedom. This is the freedom that, that I'm, that, you know, she gets from, from having her own business. So she has the freedom to spend her time with her family and friends. She can prioritize what it is she wants to do. And she has passive income coming in. She's got a manager watching the store. And of course, her, her real estate investments are, are cash flowing positively. So, so she's having a great time. <laughs> Yeah, she's having a great time now. Now, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of it's part of the process is always a good time. Challenging. I think a lot of that is uh, is part of the fun, right? Totally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, can you tell us, uh, Natasha, tell us a bit about your company and, and how you, you know what you've built here through all this? I've built a company called Investors Choice Property Management, and I serve residential properties in Durham Region and Peterborough. I have a lot of experience, like I said, in Durham region and Peterborough because that's where my investments are. I've got my local teams that I trust, so my contractors, um, my uh, professionals, that sort of thing. And I and I offer two two packages. One is called the basic package, and the other is the premium. So the basic package covers everything that's legally required to keep your tenant or to keep your uh, investment property legal. So that includes the fire alarm checks. You know, I fill the, te- I fill the vacancies with tenants. I handle the evictions with a paralegal. Um, I do inspections. I do drive by exterior ex- inspections and, um, I do everything that, that is, uh, legally required to keep your property safe and functional and tenanted. So that, that, uh, basic service, including the, including filling the vacancies, is a flat rate of eight percent of monthly rent every month. Now, my premium package is all of everything in the basic package, but above and beyond. So, what I do is uh, I do additional interior inspections, and this is really to um, to help me write the my report when it comes to long term maintenance planning. So when we have a long-term maintenance plan, it is less surprising to the owner when something goes wrong and there's a big fix that needs to happen or a medium fix or a small fix. This is something that the investor knows in advance and it's uh, helpful to plan that uh, those expenses ahead of time. Now, this is the plan where I do the cash flow analysis. This is the plan where I'm really working to maximize the cash flow of the property and I'm trying to minimize the liability of the property. Okay, and an 8% flat rate and that includes filling vacancies? 
That's correct. The basic plan includes filling vacancies. It's an 8% flat rate. The premium plan is a 10% flat rate. And if you're just looking for filling a vacancy, it's 75% of the rent. So, so I do offer that as well because I've had a lot of requests for that. Yeah, that's one of the biggest challenges that uh, people come across. It's actually yeah, filling the, especially when they're out of town, right? Out of town investors need somebody who's in town that can show the place. Okay, well, now you've told us what uh, what you offer. So how can people get in touch with you if they would like to um, maybe talk to you a little bit more about it? You can send me an email at info at icpmpros.com. I've got a website, uh, and you can visit that at icpmpros.com. So that's icpmpros.com. Or you can call me directly. My number is 416 416- Eight seven seven eight zero four five. Oh, awesome. Okay, and again, like always, you don't have to scramble to write that stuff down. Don't worry. You can just go to the um, to the info for that episode for this episode, episode fifty nine, and you'll find all of the links and stuff there for Natasha's service. And uh, you know, I want to thank you again because really, there's a there is a lot of mental stuff that people just maybe a lot of people don't take into consideration. And I think that this has helped be a good guide to what sort of things to expect and how to overcome them. And, you know, even these things like Tony Robbins program, I think it's called Awaken the Giant Within. But, pardon me? Yeah, that's what it was. This is the Giant Within. Okay. Well, it's one of those things. One of the three things that we've said here tonight, <laughs> that's what it is. But anyway, the Giant Within is part of the title and that's one of the one of those things you know these little suggestions of places to go and get more information really like that is chock full of guidance for people that are you know dealing with the fear of either buying properties or starting a business or whatever it may be so i want to thank you again for helping us out with all of this stuff my pleasure thank you so much for having me and sandy if somebody wants to reach out to you how can they get in touch with you uh, best way to reach me is to email us at info at mckayrealtynetwork.com or simply give us a call. 905-308-8333 is our office number and uh, just ask for Sandy, Sandy McKay. Okay, so if anyone wants to reach me, of course, they can reach me at our email for the for the podcast. It is info at breakthroughreipodcast.ca. If they want to talk to me a little bit more about what we're doing out in this end of uh, Toronto or GTA, um, you can just give me a call directly on my cell, 289-927-0464. And I mean, I've got a bunch of calls lately of people, um, maybe not even necessarily looking to invest out here, but just people that are actually calling me and saying, hey, you know, I listen to the show and and really like it. So I'm loving those calls too. Uh, again, you know, thanks everybody. And thanks, Sandy. Thanks, Natasha. Thanks to all the listeners and everyone that's wrote reviews. And uh, I guess that's another one in the books, eh, Sandy? Yeah, absolutely. It's been a good one. Thanks, Natasha. It's awesome. And um, I, guess what the, I guess that's a wrap. <laughs> yeah, that's a wrap. That's our thanks. new one. All right, guys. Have a good night.